Good morning, Fantasy Fair people. I am Kyle Lyra. The most magical podcast on earth there. I got that done with. Let's begin this podcast. <laughs> we are doing something that we haven't done in a while. And record a podcast on ungodly hours in the morning. Well, for you, it's like it's like nine, nine forty-five over there, almost ten. For me over here, it's eight. Uh, and then plus, I woke up to a swarm of uh, of messages from one Mister Alexis Soto, um, because right now he's at that point where a new movie comes out, and he shares every little bit of information and reaction to said movie and that's what uh that's where we're at right now in terms of uh in terms of friendship uh a little a little movie is coming out called the rise of skywalker and this is uh this is continuing the path uh the path i can't follow (laughs) um for a light speed of nine light speed of nine is going it's it, it it is definitely going, even though we have like one more day <laughs> and we're still <laughs> recording. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, we're we're nevertheless she persisted. Hillary twenty twenty. <laughs> um, oh my god. Um. So if I'm a little delirious, um, I am sorry. Um, I Alexis Moreno just witnessed <coughs> me pour my first cup of coffee this morning. Um, I was getting things ready. Uh, I was also looking at all the other reviews, and boy, is it a doozy! Uh, currently, The Rise of Skywalker is sitting at fifty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which holy crap! <laughs> You know, honestly, it's what these people get. <laughs> After all the bitching and moaning in Star Wars discourse for the past two years. Uh, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> um, but yeah. But we're not talking about uh, Rise of Skywalker. Well, in a way we are. We're talking about its uh, original movie, uh, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. We're talking about Return of the Jedi. Oh, by the way, how are you, Alexis? Are you are you coping in the in the wee small hours of the morning, according to Frank Sinatra? <laughs> yeah, I'm just cold. Yeah, it's fucking it's so freezing cold. last night. Oh, I don't know. A, a small talky question: How you know what? Temperature is it outside? Last night it was a whooping thirty-seven okay, it's degrees. <laughs> but it's like fifties, forties. Like it goes up and down. One could only be <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> but yeah, but my house is like freezing. I don't know. It's because of all the cold from last night seeps into the house and just like lots uh, stuff. The winter. You know, but uh, Elsa, you know, cold never bothered her anyway. 
Uh, uh, so let's begin the conversation. Right, not Rise of Skywalker. Fuck, it's early in the morning. Sorry if I flub a lot of shit. So, Return of the Jedi, Episode Six. Um, I, we don't have to get into the to the whole bit. My story is the same as the other ones. Uh, uh Moreno, I'm pretty sure yours. You watched this movie for the first time when you saw it with us. When we did that little screening at my yeah. house. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. That part of the podcast is done and over with, and it didn't take over a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, Return of the Jedi. I still like it. It's uh, the first. The first portion of the of the movie is it, it, it's very needless. Yeah, but I'll get it feels into that really later. disconnected from the rest of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like oh, we gotta make this pit stop before we start the yeah. movie, <laughs> and then, and then it's it almost it's almost like a James Bond cold open <laughs> before they go to title sequence. <laughs> you know, I've never seen a James Bond movie before, right? It very unfortunate. <laughs> Never fails. Never fails. I, I, I record this stuff and someone opens the door. <laughs> anyway. Um, so here we are. Here we are. Uh, it, it, you know what? Maybe I should get you to watch them. Maybe you should join me and Peter on this journey that we're going on of watching all the Bond movies before No Time to Die. Bond and Beyond, you're more than welcome to come on and watch. How many have you guys done? <laughs> Oh, we only done one episode so far, uh, which is uh, Doctor Known from Russia with Love. But we have the other twenty-two oh movies. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's like a whole season. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 correction, a whole series. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, yeah. Invitation has been uh, has been extended. I hope. Uh, take it or leave it. Whatever. Um. Anyway, so Return of the Jedi. Uh. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um. The Return of the Jedi. I do you feel like it's a satisfying conclusion to the original trilogy, or do you think it's like it, it does the bare bones? What do you think about it now? Um, I think it's pretty good. I think it's like it's all right. Like, com- like you compare that to like episode three, and it's like, ooh. like even though episode three is like super cheesy. I feel like it's mm-hmm. kind of better. But, like, it's like a, a conclusion conclusion, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it has, like, you know, because, like, the arc, it starts from episode one, and then it finishes, well, we'll <laughs> see tomorrow. <laughs> um, 
uh, it concludes. It's supposed to conclude with this ep- with uh, episode six, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of it is is it is good. It it does have a lot of good in it. Um, quite recently, for the first time, the Anakin's death uh, meant something to me um when rewatching it so that was uh that was something i was like oh i feel emotional after anakin because you know you never got it i'll talk about that later um luke is a very different person mm-hmm. than he was this is my favorite luke episode five well yeah it's my favorite luke. Mm-hmm. it is your favorite luke not wow no, not last jedi i that's luke? why i kind of stopped a little bit but because he's so like like a, a Jedi, so I, I like that. Mm-hmm. And not that I don't like him oh, in he's... Last Jedi, I do. Um, but this is like he's like become like he became a Jedi. You know, like that's really cool. He's at his yeah, full yeah. potential, and I think that's really cool. Um, he, I, this is him at his full potential, and him using. Uh, all of his like knowledge, even though he has very little from uh, from the Jedi and all that stuff, you know, he he's using that and he's you know he's found inner peace. He knows that he belongs on the light side, you know. He uh, and he's trying to trying to persuade his dad to get on that uh, that route too. And I think that that's where the most interesting element of Episode Six comes from, with the whole dichotomy between a uh, father and son. Uh, and I think that this is a way to like continue off from Empire Strikes Back, because the Empire Strikes Back it it, it really much it very it, it delves into uh, uh, taking what was known from Episode Five Empire and expanding it and making the characters kind of deal with the aftermath of that, which I wish would happen in another movie, but we'll get to that when we get to that movie. Um, and dealing with the aftermath of what happened in Empire and this movie, you know, it just, it, it's, it's a, a good step forward from coming off of the cusp of what the Empire Strikes Back was. Um, and I think that continued on. I think it, it it's a it's a brilliant uh, brilliant movie in that in that regard. Why is the first thirty minutes a waste of time? <laughs> because it has, it's like weird. It's just like oh, this happened last time. Let's resolve it. Boom, resolved. Moving on. Uh. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Number one, like going back to Tatooine, um, because like it's kind of a been there, done that situation. Like I think that this move, the Luke's plan, was stupidly overly elaborate. Like, oh, we'll send in everybody one by one, and then we'll we'll attack when I don't know. I'm pretty sure Carbonite is like could like protect Han from an explosion, right? Yeah, he could have just sent some bomb in the in the palace and just like force pushed it all the way into the uh, into uh, Jabba's <laughs> throne room, and then just like pff, explode the whole thing, and then get uh, and then get Han out. And I think that would have been perfect, honestly. 
or better yet, like add in uh, uh, Peter. Peter had a had a suggestion about how you could have like incorporated the first bit of the movie. Very interesting. I don't know if I agree with it or not. That would like because you'd still have to have the beginning of the movie uh, happen. Um, but. It has uh, it has Jabba the Hutt and all the people from the the Hutt Palace uh, joining uh, joining the rebellion and all that stuff and like fighting fighting the Empire during like the dog fights and like uh, Han having to come to the to the Huts and say hey I need your help let's uh, let's go on the and then uh, and then at the end uh, Jabba's like you know I knew I could count on you Han old boy and that's how like it, it, they could have incorporated it into it but um, but nevertheless we have the beginning of the thing um, there is now a sort of cancel culture with this uh, with this uh, movie in terms of the way it portrays Leia in the first 30 minutes uh, regarding a specific uh, uh, attire that she wears. Um, what do you think about the whole... Like, Because that was such a cultural thing, the Leia bikini. Uh, uh, it, to the point where it, it, it's kind of weird now that Disney, I, I guess, like, they don't use that image at all kind of thing. Like they took it off in the movie? No. They like hey, like when you go watch Dis when you go on Disney Plus and you watch the movie, you're gonna see her in that outfit. But like when it comes to like uh uh images you like promo images that under the Disney regime, um it, it's not used at all. Like in like regards of what Return of the Jedi is usually it's just Ewoks and all mm-hmm. that shit. I mean that makes sense why they would do that. Um, to the I think like to the people that are canceling it because of that. Calm down, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it it's like I I don't know. Uh, she uh. There was a GQ article um, back in the 80s, and she did, uh, they did a piece, like, much like how, like, Mary Claire did a piece on uh, Daisy Ridley when uh, when uh, The Force Awakens came out, and they, they, they did the whole thing. Um, she Carrie Fisher used it to the to her advantage, and like the whole entire spread was like a beach party kind of thing, with, with like uh, her and her metal bikini, uh, a C three PO with a beach ball, and like Darth Vader on the beach soaking up some sun, you know. And it, it's like it, it was kind of fun, and how like Carrie could like turn that kind of. Uh, 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 kind of appeal uh, and like turn it on its head and I think that's that was really charming to come out of what would be that part mm-hmm. of the movie I you think, know what I mean did she ever have a problem with it like a problem with doing that um she had a problem with it mm-hmm. afterwards 
because like of her uh her now resounding uh iconic status as a quote unquote mm-hmm. sex symbol um like she she had a problem with all that um even to the point where in a Graham Norton uh there was a during the force awakens press junket uh carrie told uh, daisy to beware of uh little boys wandering mm-hmm. minds <laughs> uh in the new movies uh that she's gonna come out in um but during the whole thing she was more like uncomfortable uh she was very uh-huh. self-conscious about about her like figure and all that stuff and that's why she she had a problem with that. She didn't mind yeah. doing the. I think that. You know, I mean, it. I feel like, like you know anybody who does that obviously is gonna feel uncomfortable doing it. But if she didn't have a problem doing it, people don't need to be, um, all like against it or whatever. You know, like she wants she she did it. She didn't have a problem with it. What people should have a problem with is, yeah, like what happened after like that's what they should focus on not what happened in the movie <laughs> she did sh- she uh carrie fisher did say that she hated uh uh filming with the puppet uh job of the mm-hmm. hut and how she was like constantly on on him like i mean able, like, granted i uh, would be terrified close. too because i'm not a fan of uh anything like that but <laughs> One of her favorite things to film in the whole entire series was her killing Jabba the Hutt. And, you know, honestly, yeah, I, I would understand that because, like, she she yeah, hated yeah. filming with that thing. It was finally just like, fuck you kind of thing. And I, I like that. Um, do you find Luke's plan stupidly elaborate? Yeah. How okay? How would you have gotten this? Plan I mean, the done only with? thing that seems like excessive to me was like that it took so long. Because I feel like, like Leia being yeah. there for I don't know, like how long, and then him finally getting there, and then like I feel like that took too long, and it shouldn't have. So I feel like they should have just all like went in there and just we're here, <laughs> you know. It should have taken I don't know ten yeah. minutes at most, but that's it. Um, there there was a lot of a uh, lot of things that have been like uh, uh, speculated and all that stuff, and like something that's been in the Star Wars fan culture, which by God, what a cesspool it is now. What, like, do you, what makes people so up in arms about Boba Fett? Honestly, I don't know because I can't even tell you because before, like, um, what's it called? Before, like, Clone Wars and stuff, I knew who Boba Fett was Mm -hmm. and I know that because I saw him in the prequels and stuff and I knew that he was going to be somebody and I thought he was like the coolest thing but I don't know why (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a lot of people he's like oh Boba Fett he's so cool what makes him cool he dies 
He's just cool, man. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think I that, I, like, I mean, the fact that he's, like, a bounty hunter and all that stuff, and he just kind of, like, shows up out of nowhere, like, that, I don't know, that, like, intrigue, I guess. Nodding his head to, uh, to <laughs> Jedi Rock. <laughs> <laughs> With fucking size noodles. <laughs> oh, what shit? Uh, speaking of that, where where's your where's your thought? Where does your thoughts lie on on uh the whole uh uh special edition thing with uh with the Jedi Rock? And not only that, but like this movie had uh, had the second most detrimental changes to it uh, in regards to the special editions. Which one? We got there's another aspect that gets to gets to people as well. That was the addition of Hayden Christensen as Anakin oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end. Um, and just other things too. Uh. What do you think about like where that is? Why why they changed it or like why? No, like what do you what do you think of like how like the addition of like Hayden Christensen and and all that stuff? Oh, and the change of Yubnub. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, the one with Anakin, I feel is just to kind of connect all of them. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, because I didn't, I don't think we saw it without him. So, like, I don't, re- or I don't know how the other one looked like. I don't remember if we saw it with Hayden Christensen or if we saw the original. We most likely. I don't, I don't remember. know. If it was at my, if it was at my house, it was at your house. I most likely, I most likely shown you guys the theatrical version. So I don't remember. I like I don't remember if you told me or if we actually saw it. I think I might have pulled it up I on think YouTube. So. And like and like showing like both yeah. versions of the endings that they have. Um, but I don't know. I thought that one was cool. I mean, compared to like all the other changes, that one makes the most sense. Also, they added uh, Ian McDermott as the Emperor in Episode Five because he wasn't played by Ian McDermott in the fifth one. Um, Clive Rival. Oh. Uh, played uh, the emperor and he looked like really weird he had like giant monkey really? eyes and all this stuff with a hood and all this stuff he looked very vastly different from what he looks like in episode six um and they changed it to like have like a uh, more of a connection the to the other films as well like oh this is a uh, this is the offspring of anakin skywalker uh i believe that you know uh, uh, you know, you have to face this Vader and all that stuff, and they added like, I think like two more lines of dialogue with that scene. But they brought in Ian McDermott after he was done filming episode mm-hmm. three. 
and they at, they threw that at the uh, at the at the window and like uh, filmed that, and now that's the official canon version of that scene in episode Ooh. five. So, um, I saw. Uh, there was like an edit where they changed the thing I do like about like the special edition uh, ending is that you get to see the different planets okay like Tatooine you get to see what's going on in Coruscant uh, you see the um, you see some emperor statues uh, being uh-huh. brought down um, in, a, in a couple of shots in that um, you see Naboo um, you see all these different planets that you come to come to visit throughout the whole entire uh, uh, saga up yeah. until that point, uh, and you get to see like their celebration towards like you know the reaction towards everything that went on. Um, I there was this edit on uh, on uh, somebody edited the uh, the special edition ending with. Sebastian Shaw as Anakin. Okay. And they added in those. Uh, by the way, Sebastian Shaw plays. Uh, for those who don't know, Sebastian Shaw plays Anakin Skywalker in Episode Six. Um, but I, yeah, I think I I, I prefer that because like Luke, like even though it makes sense story wise. Luke wouldn't recognize. I I I sound I sound like such like a like a oh this is not the lore <laughs> kind of thing, but like Luke wouldn't recognize Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. He would That's recognize true. Sebastian Shaw as Anakin Skywalker. Um. So yeah, um. Yeah, Yoda. Uh, Yoda. He mm-hmm. he died. That's a thing. Did no, you just I said. <laughs> I agreed. <laughs> I didn't woohoo. <laughs> Celebrating Yoda's death. Wow. It's early. <laughs> um, Yoda died. Oh, a lot of people regard this movie as having the best lightsaber fight. Thoughts? Oh shoot! I forgot the. I'm like, I tried really hard to remember what lightsaber fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's not that great, honest. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, the thing that's cool is that Darth Vader when uh when Luke was uh was on that uh on that high rise when he was fighting Vader. Uh, at the in the Death Star, the second Death Star, because boy, we needed another one, right? Um, when he had the high ground, Vader said, "Obi Wan has taught you well." Crying <laughs> and lies. Oh my God, he actually thought that Obi Wan. Wow, wild. What? This wasn't edited? I don't the think... stayed? No, the stayed, yeah. He said Obi-Wan has taught That's you well. That's funny. Bro, you killed him. It's kind of funny. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. 
Like, how is he? How is he gonna get all those all those trainings <laughs> done? He should have said Yoda has taught you well. <laughs> he should have been what like, the fuck? uh, nah, <laughs> false. Nah, bruh. <laughs> false. <laughs> Like fucking Dwight <laughs> from the office. <laughs> False. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the fight. It's more personal. It's more one of those more personal fights because, like, and then when he's wailing at the uh, at Vader, just like in a in a fit of rage, just constantly like hammering him, and then he realizes what he what he did by cutting off uh, Vader's hand. And then he was just like looking at him, and that's why I think that this was. Uh, I, I think like going from Luke from this movie all the way until the Last Jedi, I think it's absolutely phenomenal because he because he's like, no, you know, I will not, you know, because I I've seen myself in a fit of rage, and I'm not all about that life, yo. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be a Jedi like my like my old man Ooh. was before me, and. Uh, and it's kind of cool that, uh, that he, you know, he just throws away his lightsaber and just like, doesn't use it. And instead just takes on the full blasts from, uh, from the emperor. It's very pacifist, very Jedi like, um, and that's what the Jedi, uh, you know, are they're peacekeepers. They're supposed to be peacekeepers, not this action star Neo from fucking (laughs) matrix fucking bullshit no they're supposed to be peacekeepers and that's why it will make sense why in episode uh episode eight you know he would be very like no i don't want to do this i don't want to do this i don't do this no no this is there's too much and i don't want to fight no kind of thing and that that makes sense why he would be in that uh position in the last edit god damn we you know you know oh my god (laughs) We're just I, honestly, I'm just slicking through until we get to the fucking last Jedi episode because I, because boy, we have fucking thoughts. That's where all, mm-hmm. most of our thoughts are stored, just like the fucking last Jedi because of the such bullshit discourse that's been going on for the past two years is just ridiculous and insane. Holy <laughs> crap! We're I almost know. at the finish line, everybody. We're almost at the finish line. Shit. Uh, I have nothing. Ewoks, love them, hate them. Yeah. Okay. I used to hate them, but now <laughs> I love them. I think that like this is like not one of my favorite movies. Um, I, I don't think it's a bad movie. Um, mm-hmm. but I think the thing I like about it is that um they keep referencing the battle of endor like and like i just saw i just caught got caught up in the mandalorian except for like the episode that was released today and then like rebels and stuff like they keep going back to that battle and i think that's really cool yeah and uh hera and uh and uh rex uh they they uh, mm-hmm. they participated in that and it's even confirmed that the old guy with the beard mm-hmm. oh is Rex. Oh my god. Did you see what I tweeted about Ahsoka? No, I 
What? Oh, how like there's a reference yes. to Ahsoka and Rise of Skywalker, bro. And you put uh, you put an asterisk uh, hyperventilating. Bro. <laughs> I was freaking out, and then nobody was around me at the time, so I'm just like freaking out by myself. <laughs> well, she was at the. Premiere. I know. Wild. Um. But again, all the most of the voice actors were there. I know uh, Tia Cigar, Cigar, Cigar. What the fuck, Cigar? <laughs> uh, Sabine mm-hmm. Wren was there. Vanessa Marshall, Hera, Sindula. Anakin Skywalker. Um, Anakin, hey, which Matt one? Lantern. Sam Witwer? No, wait, it's not Matt Lanter. Okay, that that uh, my Luke's uh, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think Sam Witwer was there as well. Uh, Gina Carino uh, from The Mandalorian was there, and Pedro Pascal, and then mm-hmm. Dave Filoni. So overall, uh, some TV representation going on over there. Um, yeah. And then it's very interesting, very interesting. Harrison Ford was there, too. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Wild. So, um, yeah, I I got, yeah. I got nothing. My notes are my notes are completely finished. I've written nothing else. Um, anything else you'd like to add to this episode? Because I don't think because we're honestly we're just slugging through until we get to the last. Chapter. I'm excited for First Awakens because I feel like that I might have a lot to say. Maybe not. Maybe just a little bit, but in my head feels like a lot. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, Force Awakens. There's a lot of thoughts, but this is a conclusion. Um, conclusion. I I like the me- <laughs> conclusion quote quote. Um, I like how like the meat the like some of the memes have come out of this movie. Uh, I'm a trap. You know, this is a trap. Oh, you yeah. know, that's that's obviously one. Um, and also I like the whole thing where he's like, you know, when you know, Luke was on that thing, wasn't he? You know, when he comes back, you know, I won't get in the way. And then he's like, oh, it's not like that at all. He's my brother. And then they add in the Kill Bill sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. It's great. I love it. Uh, it just like, it, like it, they make uh, they make Harrison Ford's face so deep fried in that meme. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you you know what I mean no. by deep fried, right? <laughs> I just think of a chicken. Like, you know how like <laughs> Kentucky Fried Carillion. <laughs> Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> um, no, okay. There are some memes. This is this is funny with memes. They they like discolor the uh the original image like so much. Like it almost turns like mm-hmm. orange or like or like hot yellow. Um and that's that's called a deep fried meme because it just like it looks warped mm-hmm. and fucked up and all that shit and they call it a deep fried <laughs> meme 
Um, so when uh, so when something's discolored, it it's called deep fried. There's also another thing. I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's appropriate to call it. Um, but it's like where they blow out your eardrums. Is that kind of those kind of memes okay. as well? Um, you know what I mean? Sure. Are you are you are you in it with the memes? Uh, uh, Miss Moreno, or am I, or am I completely confusing you? Even I know more? the ones that you're talking about. Okay, okay, yeah. There, there's those kind of memes. Um, but anyway, they deep fry uh Han Solo's face, <laughs> and it's hilarious when he's like figuring out what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> memes. Um, I have nothing else to say. I am completely at loss. This will be probably the shortest Once Upon a Retrospect episode <laughs> ever. Yeah. Final thoughts, Miss Moreno? It's cool. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, this has been the Fantasy Fair, the most magical podcast on earth. You can check us out everywhere if you if you want. Uh, enjoy a little bit more magic. <clears throat> Without further ado, I'm Kyle Lara. Uh, stay magical, everyone. <laughs>